to another episode of Alive and Active. We are in our theme this month of keep going strong. And if you need help just, you know, with accountability and just getting started with exercise, our free momentum challenge is the best way to get started. You get access to our app and online member area. So you get to experience what it's like to be in our coaching program. You get accountability. You check in every day in the app if it's done or not done. You get um, faith-based workouts, encouragement. And so if you haven't yet, make sure to sign up at aliveandactivewellness.com forward slash momentum. We would love to help you get started. All right, so we are here today for another topic on the podcast, and our topic is called Acceptance is Key. My name is Shelly Hitz from Alive and Active Wellness, and I'm here with my husband, CJ. Hey, again. And, you know, we're talking about a little bit deeper topic today. (laughs) You know, sometimes we have really practical episodes, like last week's was all about post-workout nutrition and tons of, you know, tips and and research-based things that we shared with you. Today is a little bit more about the, the mind and the spirit. And a lot of us get stuck in bondage to our bodies in one form or another. Now, we know this just because of working with some of our clients, but also because of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we've both had times when we've been in bondage to our bodies, and it's, it's a continual process of surrender and growth and giving it to the Lord. You know, it could be emotional eating. Um, it could be, you know, just having this hatred for the way your body looks when you look in the mirror. It could be, you know, just trying to control our bodies. Maybe um, you've had disordered eating in the past. You know, it's a lot of times when you feel like you can't control other things. You know, your eating and exercise is one thing you feel like you can control. But they say the final stage of the grief cycle is acceptance. And I believe that acceptance is one of the keys to body freedom as well. So, you know, it's this whole concept of accepting our body versus working out as a punishment for eating or even just completely neglecting our bodies or swinging to the other side of obsessing. Yeah, and, you know, I just want to say that another aspect of acceptance is something that I've been actually dealing with here recently. I have had some little injuries um, that, you know, I haven't experienced for a while. And, you know, there there could be a number of reasons, just e- ne- neglect of certain things I should have been doing. You know, there's a whole bunch of what-ifs. But the bottom line is there have been a couple occasions where at first I didn't want to believe it. Okay, that's one of, that's the denial. Yeah, the grief uh, cycle. <laughs> there's anger. You know, we always go through an angry stage. Uh, even those of us that are super competitive types and we've got our goals and we don't want anything to step in our way. And and eventually you go through this this grief cycle and, and as Shelly said, you reach acceptance. Yeah, so the, the, the five typical ones that you hear of is it's denial, then anger, and then the low point is where you get into bargaining, bargaining, 
depression, and then you finally hit acceptance. Yeah, and I would definitely say that in those times when I've had a little more significant injury, I've probably gone through every one of those stages, and I believe a lot of athletes do, um, is you get to that point where you finally just have to say, you know what, I have an injury. It's not getting any better by trying to push through it. I have to sit here and accept it. And that leads you to the next step of, okay, what do I do to overcome this injury? How can I be most proactive, not just sitting on my rear end, but actually doing other things that don't irritate the injury, ways that I can strengthen other parts of my body. So injuries can be great teachers, as I've heard it said before. And I just want to say that, you know, as we talk about this topic of acceptance being a key, I am going through this right now where I'm actually, you know, I've recently accepted a quad strain that, I, that I've been dealing with for the last few weeks. And I thought, hey, I can just push right through it. But I had to come to a place where I said, nope, I think I'm going to have to actually take about a week off of the actual running movement. Man, you don't know how difficult that is for some of us to do. I mean, to actually not do the very thing that we love to do. And so it's a teaching moment for me. It's a humbling moment. But I have come to that acceptance, which, oh my goodness, it frees you to just move forward from there. Yeah, and I think, you know, for a lot of us, it's, you know, it's different. Like with CJ, you know, there was an injury. You know, it could be that, you know, you had trauma to your body and, you know, whether it was done to you or things that you've done and you're working through the healing, you know, of that trauma and of those things. And not that you're saying that those, what those, you know, things that happened were, were right. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like that process of forgiving and coming to the point of surrendering to God. And for me, a lot of it was um, sexual abuse that I experienced when I was in eighth grade, but also, um, when I had my miscarriage in 2013, you know, having to come to that place of accepting that my body wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. And some of you may feel like you've been trying to lose weight and your body is not doing what you want it to do. You know, you might be, um, you know, um, that there might be, uh, an issue with that. I mean, there's so many ways that we can experience this, but I believe in some shape or form, we've all had these moments with our bodies. Yeah, and, you know, there is uh, this accepting our body versus working out as a punishment. Right. For eating or neglecting, obsessing. And there's a scripture that comes to mind here when it comes to just the way we see ourselves. And it's Ephesians 2.10. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Right away, I want to just reaffirm that every single one of us are masterpieces. Yeah. Because God don't make no junk. 
<laughs> as I remember hearing an old Southern preacher say, God don't make no junk. And it's so true, and yet so many times we punish ourselves, we can't stand our bodies, we don't like how something's not changing. For some of us runners, oh, I didn't hit the mark that I wanted to, I'm bad, 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 and we just start getting into this cycle of, well, next time I'm going to punish myself, I'm going to push even harder. I used to do this myself. I'd say, I'm going to go an extra three or four hill repeats, and I'm going to just push my body, and... And unfortunately, sometimes it broke. Yeah. And you get into this cycle of wanting to push, wanting to punish, and not really seeing yourself as the masterpiece that God created. You know, God made each of us. You know, I'm not LeBron James. I don't have the athletic ability that a LeBron LeBron James has. But, you know, does that make me worse than him? No. Well, and I'm not a CJ Hitz. <laughs> I we, don't have the physical abilities that CJ Hitz has. So does that make me any less? And wouldn't you say, Shelley, that this is where the problem really begins is when we begin comparing. Oh yeah. It's a huge So anytime you start comparing and you can do this on social media, we can do this as we're watching TV, we could do it as we you know, even join another group, you know, that's doing uh, a workout session or a running session, whatever it might be, we're comparing constantly. Right. And when we begin comparing, it can be a slippery slope to not accepting ourselves, not being good to ourselves, yeah. not being grateful for what God's mm. given us. And I think when we're in, uh, when we're practicing gratitude, we begin to just revel in what God's yeah. done. Instead of what I don't have, look at everything I do have. And I, I can't think of anyone right off the top of my head that exhibits this attitude any more than a, a lady named Johnny Erickson Tata. You know, those of you that know her story know that uh, she was paralyzed from the neck down in a swimming accident when she was young. I want to say she was, you know, maybe 18, 20. Yeah, she's, I think she was still, like, in her teens. And can you just imagine, like, the doctors saying, you're never going to walk again? Well, not only that, but it was the neck down, so she lost a lot of the control of her arms, too. Yeah. And yet, when you look at this lady who has been an inspiration Many times over, yes. the world over. Incredible. She's an unbelievable communicator. She has learned how to paint with a paintbrush in her mouth. Um, she's she, written books. She's written books. I mean, <laughs> you talk about a productive, fruitful woman of God. And yet she'll tell you, I had moments where I, I couldn't stand myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. There were even times that I thought about ending it. And yet she, if you watch her and you see the the joy in her demeanor, yes, you realize Christ. this is a lady that has said, you know what, I accept. I don't necessarily have to always like my disability, but I accept it. And I say, Lord, what can you still do in me and through me? Yeah. And she's been an incredible demonstration of that. And many lives have been blessed as a result of that decision. I think it's a great example because she could have just sat in her room and basically waited for heaven. 
right? She could have like, just deteriorated. Or just deteriorated. Just I mean, just day. like, yeah, rotted away and um, just been like, woe is me, self-pity. And that's where I kind of got after my miscarriage and, you know, just not having children, being barren and just getting into that self-pity. I could have gotten stuck there. But, you know, Johnny Erickson taught it, didn't she? said, okay, Lord, you've given me, you know, the ability, you know, to do some things. What can I still do? And, you know, I just want to encourage all of you that we are all in different places. We're all in different levels. You know, some of us have had different things happen to our bodies. You might have been in an accident. You might have been abused. You might have, you know, abused your body through an eating disorder. You know, there's so many ways that, you know, things that can happen to our bodies. And then we disconnect from our body because of some of that. And, you know, we just can get into this mode of like, woe is me. But God has more for us, right? (laughs) He has so much more for us. And in this whole journey, part of it comes, you know, when we, we get to that place of acceptance. And we believe here at Alive and Active Wellness, you can both accept your body as it is today and still want to change it. Yeah. So there's We're a difference. We're not saying you, you have to be at a place where you don't progress anymore on the health and wellness journey. Yeah. What we're saying is that each of us are who we are. I'm CJ Hits. This is Shelly Hits. We, we are who we are, and yet God is always working in our lives. He's always wanting to... You know, I don't know if the word improvement is right. Well, there's but always an invitation from God. It's growing. To and grow. Gr- growth yeah. means pushing beyond your comfort zone. It means pushing beyond maybe boundaries that you've had previously. Maybe maybe you've even set boundaries. You've said, oh, I'm so-and-so, so I can't do this or that. You've put that, I can't. And yet, with God, you might be able to go further than you ever even dreamed in your health and wellness journey. Well, just for an example, I am not fitness instructor material. I am just not. I I can do it and God's using me, but I, I would never end up on any of those big fitness channels or... You know, I I mean, I can barely breathe while I'm doing the exercises and then trying to speak at the same time. And I'm like, Lord, why would you use me to do this? You know, and I could have totally disregarded it and said, I can't do that. You know, I've always had trouble breathing with exercise. My grandma had asthma and I always have felt that I have some sort of exercise induced asthma to a a small degree, you know, not necessarily needing an inhaler or anything. But even when I was at my tip, tip top shape, I was still breathing hard when I was working out. So I'm like, Lord, I think you have the wrong girl here. I think you you, you need to um, use somebody else. I am not gifted in this area of exercise like CJ or like somebody else would be. And yet God is using me and he is, he wants to use you as well. And for you not to limit yourself because of where you're at physically today. And I know I'll continue to improve. Even I'm 45, almost 46 years old right now in 2021. But, you know, I know God will continue to help me to improve. And, you know, and, and I may even eventually be to the place where I can 
can really push a workout and still talk at the same time. (laughs) But right now I have to just go at a slower pace. And you know what? God is using it. He uses the weak things of the world, the things that we think, oh, Shelliot's couldn't do, you know, that. What is she thinking about, you know? And God uses it because he gets the glory. Amen? And, you know, God has bigger plans for us than we have for ourselves. Oh, yeah. We limit ourselves so much by what we see around us or what our senses take in. And yet God wants to take us into realms uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually. He wants us to grow in all those areas. And listener, if you can come to that place of acceptance, I believe with all my heart that God is going to lead you further in this journey. I think until we come to that spot, we're stuck Mm. because we're just going to continue to beat ourselves up. We're going to find a way around. Uh, Until we just stop, take a deep breath and say, I accept who I am on this planet. And I also accept that God has more that he wants to do in my life, that he's not finished, that for some reason I'm still breathing air. I still have my heart pumping, blood still pumping through my um, my veins. I, I'm not gone yet. And while I'm here, that implies that God wants to do something yeah. in my life. He's still using me, and he's got incredible plans for me if I'll just come to accept who he created me to be. Yeah. You know, both CJ and I have been at points in our life where we could have gotten stuck in body bondage. You know, CJ was 50 pounds overweight. You know, I had had that miscarriage and was um, just in self-pity and, you know, really struggling and neglecting my body. And so like we could have gotten stuck. And, you know, we really believe that and are passionate to help you find body freedom and food freedom, because we believe when you do, it's going to free you up to live out your God-given purpose, to make an impact and to leave a legacy. And the thing is, so many times we get stuck in those moments of time. And God is saying, I am here to get you unstuck. You know, I think about a jar that's really hard for me to open because my hands are weak. That's another thing about me. I have weak hands. I've had um, surgery on my wrist before. And anyways, um, we I bought this tool from Pampered Chef and it goes on the, the lid and then it gives a lever to where it will help open the, the um, lid. And I I just think some of you right now, it's like you're trying to open this lid and you just can't get it open. And God's like, here, let me help. And he slides that on and it pops open and you get unstuck and you're able to move forward. For some of you, maybe just listening to the Keep in Step with the Spirit episodes as you walk, listening to the scripture stillness as you rest, you know, those are starting points to get unstuck. But we are so passionate because we have experienced it ourselves and yet we see that when we were able to move past that point that God has been able to use us in powerful ways. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and close our time in prayer. And we just encourage you to lift up the prayer of your heart as well. And so, Father, 
we do pray for this area of of acceptance yeah. and we confess We have beaten ourselves up because we just haven't accepted who we are. And I want to pray that you would help us accept the created beings that we are and especially who we can be in Christ. Yeah. That uh, you have created masterpieces that are created for good, good things. And I want to pray that each person Yes. Body freedom, food freedom, uh, movement freedom, whatever it might be that has been a holdup in their lives, I pray that they would experience breakthrough in this area. And we pray, Lord, that uh, you would help us to come to acceptance and then enter into a new realm of freedom that we haven't before. And, Lord, we ask that you give us strength, give us guidance, Help us to move forward in this journey and to to attain everything that you have for us. And we'll give you the glory and the honor for the fruit that you bear in our lives as a result. And we just want to give you these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was a deeper topic, but it's so important to cover. You know, it's body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.